Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the first official episode of The Unfiltered Empath. I am Sam, and I am sitting here buzzing off of my cacao, which I cannot wait to talk to you guys about. It is my new obsession and just deep love, love of my life plant medicine that just gives you so much creative energy and just makes you feel amazing and connected. So here I am, and I want to talk today about navigating the world as an empath. So I'm going to assume that if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably someone who has heard the word empath before and knows what it is. But I do want to start by defining the word and just getting clear about it because it definitely is used a lot and thrown around a lot. So I want to get clear about the definition. And I first want to say that not every sensitive person is an empath. So there's a difference between just being sensitive and just being an empath. And neither is better or worse. There's no hierarchy of sensitive humans. But being an empath literally means that you can feel what someone else feels. The definition of empathy is the ability to understand someone's thoughts and feelings from their perspective instead of your own. So when we break down being an empath, it means that you feel people's thoughts and feelings even if you don't want to. (laughs) And there's the kicker. It's actually not better to be an empath. It can be very difficult to navigate life as an empath if you don't have the right tools. For example, large groups of people can be quite overwhelming for an empath because empaths absorb emotions and energy around them like a sponge. When I think about a little empath child, I literally think about this porous sponge running through the world. And if this little girl or boy isn't taught how to protect themselves energetically, then they just get everyone else's shit. And they have no idea what's theirs and what's their parents or what's theirs and what is the kid on the bus. They have no idea why they're crying randomly or why they feel so sad or so mad. You get emotional quite easily. And when you don't understand that you're an empath, then this is actually quite confusing and isolating. And oftentimes empaths are thought to be kind of strange kind of weirdos by people who don't understand what it's like to feel and to feel what other people are taking on. So go back to that imagination of of being a child who's an empath. Neither of this child's caretakers or none of this child's caretakers even know what what that feels like or what that means. 
So when this child is experiencing these feelings of sadness and loneliness and despair and anger and isolation and joy and happiness and bliss, just the whole wide range of emotions, but in particular the emotions that are less desirable and and less easy to understand than joy is. When this child is experiencing these things and expressing these things, the child can often be told, why are you so sensitive? Like, what is wrong with you? Why are you crying right now? Why are you so upset about that? It really doesn't even matter. That's such a little thing to be upset about. Like, I don't understand why you're so upset or I don't understand why you don't want to be here right now. Nothing happened. If the child just starts randomly crying in a place or randomly feels uncomfortable or unsafe in in a place. And so when a young child doesn't have the space to um, have their emotions validated, when the child is feeling and expressing their emotions and is repeatedly shut down, and asked, what is wrong with you? Why are you so sensitive? Or even told, you need to have thicker skin. You can't be so sensitive in this world. You can't let things affect you so much. When a child or a young person, a young impressionable person is told that, They shut down. They shut down feeling anything. Ha, yes, indeed they do. (laughs) They shut down because it's safer to shut down than to feel. Because you were told and you felt repeatedly over and over again that in order to be loved and accepted, you had to not feel this deep. This is why people who are empaths struggle a lot. This is why people who are empaths tend to stray more towards addiction, escapism, anything that can get them out of their bodies, anything that can allow them to avoid feeling so fucking much that they feel like they want to explode. And I'll talk about this a lot in this podcast and in our conversations together, but this is why empaths are a lot more susceptible to dis-ease, to illness, to different things that tend to go wrong with the human body. And I'll give a personal example for me My entire life, I bottled my emotions because 
98% of the time, I felt like my heart was literally exploding out of my chest with how much that I felt. And I had no idea how to manage those feelings. I had no idea how to protect myself from other people's energies. So I absorbed everything like a goddamn sponge. (laughs) And what happens when you do that is that all of that stagnation gets stored in that beautiful little body of yours. And the body tends to not love when there is old, dense energy in it. So the body gives you one of two options. You can either move that energy out yourself and you can clear it and cleanse it when you feel it come into your body or it stays stuck in there and then you numb out because you don't want to deal and then it comes out in a way that is not the most desirable probably and oftentimes that's illness that's dis-ease that is skin problems for me it was cystic acne which is a whole other story that I will go into in depth because the body is screaming, get me the fuck clean. Get this old stuff out. And since you're not clearing it, I'm going to purge it in any way that I know how. And that's physically for the body. So that happens to empaths who don't have the tools to clear. And I'm going to give you guys tools off of the top of my head that are learnings that I've learned over the years from different healers that I've gone to, different medicine women, different teachers, and just in my own exploration. And I do want to say before I go into this that There's also a tendency for deeply sensitive people and empaths to be kind of loners. You prefer to spend time alone rather than be in an extremely hectic, energetic setting when you don't know how to manage other people's energy. So by using these tools it will help you better operate in the world because we are humans living in 2020 and we can't just be hermits forever. (laughs) I tried that for a little bit and it wasn't enjoyable because we need human connection. And the way to do that is, is to know how to protect yourself. So my number one Thing that is a non-negotiable, I must do this in order to be 
my full self in order to feel like I can function is have space in the morning space before you start your day. And that is totally personal how much time you need. For me, I truly need an hour or more of just being with myself, of just being with myself before I have to rush out into the world. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it has to look like an hour of silent meditation. No, that is not it honey. It is whatever speaks to your soul, whatever makes you feel grounded. And that can change any time. So for me right now, it's waking up. It's putting on a song that brings me out of my head, brings me into my body, brings me out of any dreams that I had the night before. And it's boiling some hot water and making my morning drink, which is my ceremonial cacao. And then sitting with my cacao or sitting with your tea, whatever drink that you love, whatever drink nourishes your soul, sitting down and just being, whether it's closing your eyes whether it's putting on some meditation music and breathing, whether it's breath of fire, whether it's just sitting and staring out of the window, honestly, just being without stimulation, without looking at your phone first. That's huge. It's huge for energy protection. Waking up in the morning And deciding who do I want to be today? How do I want to live in the world today? What do I want to create? And how do I want to feel? If you can master those four questions in the morning, you will set your day off right. And when you have that time, however that time looks, You are better equipped to handle any stressors that come your way. You are better equipped to handle any energy that comes your way, any energy vampire situation, which is somebody who wants to take your energy or somebody who is just trying to suck the life out of you, which If you are a human right now, we all experience this. Turn on the news and you'll feel drained if you haven't set yourself up for the day in silence and peace. So that is number one for me. Number two is I don't do this all of the time. And I wish that I did because, hey, I'm human too and... Sometimes I forget the own things that I teach, (laughs) but I was taught this by a beautiful healer that I went to and she was clairvoyant and she could see that I had some denser energies stuck in my field, whether that was from childhood, from 
anything truly we can pick up on sexual partners energy if we don't clear that from ourselves after and that can stay with us for 10 years which is concerning so it's really important to do this one and that was creating an energetic bubble around you before you know you're going into extremely stimulating situations or places where you know you're going to be around a lot of energy. And truly, if you're really, really feeling stuck and stagnant and like it's hard to be around other people, then this is really, really good to do every day. So what you do is you sit down in a comfortable seat You close your eyes and you envision a golden shimmering light swirling around you. I like to start at the tip of my toes and swirl all the way up my body up to the crown of my head. And I keep on envisioning this light swirling and shimmering, getting stronger and stronger and thicker and thicker as time passes. And as I'm envisioning this light, I call upon my angels, my spirit team, and my ancestors with my highest intention in mind to protect me. And I ask them a very specific question. I say, please assist me in sealing in my energy, in keeping my energy field safe so that no one else's energy can penetrate into my field. Only those with my highest intention in mind are able to enter my field. However, my field always stays strong with the protection and support of my angels and my own soul. I am protected. I am protected. I am protected. You continue to sit and feel this gold light forming around you however long you need until you can actually feel it. And in doing this exercise, you are energetically cutting any cords that you might have to some denser energies or people who are still stuck in your field. And you are also removing and asking for assistance to remove anything negative. And in turn, you are increasing your vibration, which is the way that you show up in the world. It's your essence. It's what people can feel when they're around you. And as an empath, our vibration can be dampened if we're not 
using these tools and, and calling upon a greater power that is the universe, God energy, our angels, spirit, whatever you want to call it, whatever resonates with you. It can get dampened. So when we call upon this and when we sit down and intentionally clear and intentionally set up this space of safety and protection within our own bodies, we are invincible, truly. And it is from that place that we can go out into the world anywhere. And your empathy is no longer something that holds you back because you can't be in a certain situation or you can't be around a certain person because the vibes are bad or you can't read the news or read what's going on in the world or stay tuned with your friends because the energy is off. Because at the end of the day, that's not going to lead to a fulfilling life either. What it really comes down to is you. What it really comes down to is supporting yourself as an empath and protecting your own energy because the power is in your hands to make your empathic, sensitive, deep feeling nature your superpower. Because if no one has ever told you that being an empath is a superpower, then let me be the first. And I will keep telling you that, my love, because, wow, is it a hard existence feeling deeply the pain, the suffering, the loss, the grief, the hardship of others? Fuck yeah. But is it an incredibly joyous, rewarding, beautiful existence? To also be able to feel so deeply, yes, I would not have it any other way for you. And I am smiling ear to ear because I know that anyone listening to this still is an empath and it does resonate with that. So I hope that this helped you and I hope that you will take these few tools and incorporate them into your life. And please let me know how they land and how they resonate for you. I love you so much and I see you so much. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.